Changemaker, welcome to the For Changemakers show. And today we have a new episode for you. And we had another guest in the For Changemakers Lunch Club this week. It was Leopold, and he's the co founder of SkySun. And SkySun is a really, really interesting business because they have a very unique business model. And yeah, so Fernando and I, we, we named it the no-brainer business model because they truly managed to create a business model that is a win-win-win. And when I say win-win-win, I mean it's a win for their customers, it's a win for themselves, and it's also a win for our environment. And in this podcast episode, um, we're going to dig deep with him on their business model. You, you will find out what it actually means uh, in practice to have a no-brainer business model. And yeah, Leopold is also sharing so many other really valuable information. It's a very interesting uh, business model and case. So um, Skyson is also, by the way, a B Corp. So he's going to uh, touch point this topic as well. And yeah, I wish you a lot of fun with this episode. And if you want to join us live the next time so um, we're gonna run the the for changemakers lunch club now weekly uh, because we've got so much positive feedback and yeah it's every wednesday now 12 30 uh, central european time you can sign up on our website for changemakers.com slash lunch club and then you can join us live and ask our guests all the questions you have and connect with all the change makers who are there as well it will be amazing to see you and i wish you a lot of fun and a great day okay cool so well as always cena will be the voice of the people uh at the end you know of uh, of the episode so uh, without further ado, I would like to introduce our guest today. So um, our guest today is Leopold Copetiers, uh, or Copetiers, I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Maybe Leopold can help me uh, with that as well. And he is the co-founder of SkySand. Um, and the thing is that he's very passionate about the environment and very passionate about renewable energies. And he started this company with the desire to make solar energy easy and accessible for everyone. So SkyExtend, by the way, is an excellent example on developing a business model that is absolutely disrupting today in industry. And uh, why? Because usually switching to solar energy seems to be very expensive, very complex and risky. However, SkyExtend is removing all those barriers and uh, it's helping people you know, to really get into the technology in order to be possible to combine positive impact and profit. So um, SkySun, by the way, is also a big of Certify. Uh, They're also working towards the SDGs and uh, we will be digging deep on that topic as well with Lepel. So without further ado, Lepel, you can come up uh, and turn on your camera. I know that you are there in the background. So welcome Hi, to the Change Makers Lunch Club show. Thank you, Fernando. Thank you, Sina. Um, thank you for having me. It's, uh, it's a great opportunity. I'm, I'm really happy to, uh, to be able to do this. Um, it's been fun seeing uh, the four change makers um, uh, community grow and, and see that evolving. So, uh, so I'm glad I can take part in it in a small way today. Awesome, awesome. Thank you. Well, thank you very much as well for, for taking the time. So, uh, by the way, just like a funny thing, I know that today uh, you were supposed to renew your your license for both license. I think I was passing uh, my test. I, I, <laughs> I had to pass my test, and then it got it got delayed. So I, I'm. 
fortunately, I, I can do this in, in sort of an office and not in the car. I was supposed to, to do this talk yeah, in the car. Yeah, today, today in the car. So anyway, I appreciate that. So probably today we will have to have uh, an episode that would go probably for 50 minutes. So we'll do as well our best as well to crunch that um, because you, I know that you have to run away. So uh, anyway, thank you. Thank you for being here today. So uh, perhaps let's get started, you know, with, with the first thing. Yeah, I know that you have this presentation because um, one of the cool things about uh, SkySign is the business model. So Leopold right now, instead of just like talking about the business model, sometimes can be a little bit confusing when we talk about those things. So maybe having some visual uh, will help uh, everyone and me as well to understand your business model. So maybe you can share your screen. Absolutely. And uh, uh, yeah, we, we will get, you know, started with, with that, something new in the Lunch Club. Normally we, we don't do this. However, um, I think it would be valuable and fun. Can you see my screen? Yes, I can see your screen. Cool. Um, so on the screen, you've got 4.4%. Um, and this is the statistic that kind of got, got us moving. Arthur and I, my co-founder, um, three, maybe four years ago, we started uh, looking into renewable energy. And we were really um, surprised to see that only 4.4% of the roofs in Brussels, which is my, my home city, uh, were equipped with solar panels. So, of course, 4.4% is, is not much. Um, it's not enough at all. Um, and this is really what got us started, um, Arthur and I, to, to start and try and find a business model that could um, really accelerate uh, the adoption of those solutions, which mm -hmm. are easy um, and, and really uh, economically viable. So this is what I'm going to show you today uh, is how, we, how Skyson um, actually does help uh, companies and individuals to move towards renewable energy. So Sky Sun, employ the sky, embrace the sun. So uh, our company profile, real quick, uh, we're really into uh, helping out for affordable and clean energy and sustainable um, in cities and communities. Uh, and the two other cl climate um, SDGs we, we follow is the climate action and uh, partnership for the goals. You'll see throughout the business model that this is really a partnership. Um, it's really a win-win situation. Mm -hmm. uh, and we, we don't really regard our clients as clients. It's more as partners for the long term. Exactly. Yes. So we are business activists um, and we really uh, use commercial and financial tools to fight climate change. That's, what, that's really what, uh, what we want to do. Um, so the team, uh, starting from left to, to right, Arthur, uh, Maxime, Arthur, we've got two Arthurs uh, on four, four dudes, and then me on, on the right. Uh, wh um, where's the dog here? The dog's not on the photo. <laughs> but this, you have it on the a, website. Yeah, it is on the website. You, you, you should go and check that out. He's, he's very cute. <laughs> um, and so Arthur is really in, in charge of legal, finance, and operations, and I'm more on the uh, sales, marketing, um, and business development. Uh, which is why I'm talking to you today. Exactly. Um, so what's the value proposition? Well, if you're a real estate owner or a company, you've got a building. And if you invest time uh, and money, uh, you'll have solar panels on your roof. And good news, they'll give you savings, um, of on, on, so economical savings and environmental benefits. Um, and of course, if you're a company, uh, people like to brag, so they'll they'll be shouting everywhere that they've got uh, yeah a, a lesser carbon footprint, and and so exactly. it's also public relations. So, could, so for marketing purposes as well. Absolutely, yeah. And so this this should be a, a winning equa equation, right? Uh, except the thing is, most businesses and and companies uh, are lacking in time or money. Uh, either they have a core business they want to invest in, buying some new machinery or so. 
um, or they just don't have the time and they don't have a, a someone that can invest uh, into their time into managing this project. And so the solution, of course, you've, you've guessed it, uh, is Kaizen. Uh, and so what we do uh, is that, well, we work with contractors. So a contractor is a company that will actually build uh, a solar power installation. Um, and some other people in the, in the network, in the, in the kind of, let's say, in the, in, the, in the scene, are standard energy providers. So the way we work um, is, uh, that went quick. There you go. Um, so if you're a real estate or a landowner, um, you have, you've got a high energy consumption and you're buying a lot of energy from your star standard energy provider. When Skyzen comes along, we invest into a solar panel installation on your roof. So this is our cost, it's, it's our capex, it's our, our investment. Um, and we will sell the energy produced by those solar panels at a discount. So we'll sell it for a fraction of what you pay on the right side from the standard energy provider. So the result is you buying less energy at a high price from your standard energy provider. And so bottom line, from day one, you've got savings on the economical uh, point of view. You've got uh, lesser carbon footprint on your building from day one, uh, and you can start also talking about the, the, the impact uh, your, your, your business is having. And so this is quite interesting because they don't have to invest. So they don't have, they don't have to use their, their CapEx, their, their, their money. Um, and we will do that partnership for 10 to 20 years. And so during the whole period, the, the panels are actually ours. And what's really interesting is that there's a perfect alignment in the interest because if Skyson takes care of the installation really well and it produces a lot of energy, then we can sell more energy to the client or the partner. Exactly. And they're really happy for us to take care of the, the installation the best because the more we can sell them energy, the more they're actually saving. Um, so perfect alignment between Skyson and the real estate company or the, or the, or the business, um, and also alignment environmentally because it means that we take care of what we do. We don't just sell solar panels and then move off and sell the next one and sell the next one and sell the next one. We actually manage the power plant for, for on the long term and make sure it produces as best it can. And therefore, we're also optimizing um, the return on, on energy investment and the kind of the, the carbon footprint of the installation itself. Exactly, um, exactly, exactly. So, so that's uh, it. Awesome, so, um, well, I, I remember the, the first time that we met and we were having this conversation. Um, I was like, okay, this is awesome, but it's kind of like too good to be true because like you're telling me that you're coming here, I have to pay absolutely nothing. You're paying or you're investing for the power standards, you install them, and then you go and you sell me the energy and you will sell me the energy for a fraction of the price of the, of the, of the cost you know, that I'm paying today. Yep. Uh, so I save money and I have to do nothing and you do everything and you take the risk, you pay for the panel installation and you take care of the thing. So, so my first question, I remember that time and, and perhaps, you know, you can, you can help us here today for everyone. Like where's your business model, you know, how, how this model actually it's something that for you, it's also profitable because I think also that's that's the interesting thing, um, especially for everyone listening here. They're almost uh, everyone here is entrepreneurs as well. Finding yeah. that business model that it's it's a win for the client, so it's awesome for the client. They're saving money, they're saving the environment. They they can market that. Okay, that's awesome. But for you, why this is also a profitable business model? Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, of course, and, and this is kind of the, the, the biggest uh, thing we hear from our from our partners. They're like, well, okay, what's in it for you? Where are you winning? Huh. What's the catch? Um, <laughs> what's the catch? Yeah, what's the catch? Uh, and so there's no catch. Uh, the fact is, it's a really good investment. Um, and Skysun, if you really get down to it, is a is an investment company, um, and we invest in in solar panels as we would invest in real estate. So we invest in those installations, and then we have them as assets in our portfolio and we just keep them going um, in the same way you would maybe build a building and then rent out the surface and make sure you've got tenants and keep it running so it's mm. kind of similar um, and this is why we we have this partnership on on on, on long term uh, because we need to have uh, at least 10 years 10 to 15 years uh, to be able to get back on our investment by the energy we're selling um, and actually make a profit Got it. Uh, the way we, we, we if, if you look at it, let's say on a 10 year basis, uh, we would maybe need seven years to, to repay the bank and then would make three years profit, which would be uh, a lazy way of, it wouldn't be a good way of operating the business because that means we need to wait seven years to make the first profit. So the way we do it is that we spread our profit on 10 years. And so every year we're paying, we're paying back the bank a little bit, but keeping some for ourselves which mm. then can finance the next, next installation and so forth. Okay. Um, so the, the, the catch, if there isn't any catch, the catch would be that you as a partner um, need to be a strong company with uh, a good financial uh, background because the bank will not loan us uh, the money we need to, to, to invest. And we, we will not invest on your building because we need to trust that you're able to pay the bills for the next 10 years. Exactly. Uh, so that's kind of our risk, uh, is, and that's why we also say it's a partnership because it's it's a mutual trust. It's uh, we need to we need to really look into into the clients we take in and the partners we take in, uh, because if they go bankrupt, then we've got a. Oh, of course, there there is a risk as well. Okay, cool. So uh, well, I, th I think we're done uh, with, with the presentation. Uh, so th thank you, thank you for that. So, um. So, well, today we get started, you know, and we went immediately into, into the business and how it works. We, we will come back uh, in a bit into, into this as well. But um, right now, I would like to take you uh, to 2017, Santiago. Uh, I know that you were living there. Santiago, by the way, is my hometown. And, um, nice. and, and you were working there. And then you got, you know, the, the opportunity to, uh, to get involved into this project. So perhaps you can, you can share with us... Um, uh, the story and how, how, you know, everything came together and how you started this. Um, I think that would be very inspiring for everyone listening. Um, yeah. So I, I was, I was, I studied marketing in Brussels and in, in the, in the studies I had to, well, I was given the opportunity to do an internship. Um, and so I found this little company in, in uh, that is from Belgium, actually it's from Flanders, uh, but they were working, working in Santiago um, called Turbulent Hydro. I, uh, you, you guys could, should check them out also. They're really cool. Um, and they, they're doing uh, hydropower um, in, they were doing that in Chile at the time. Um, and I was thinking maybe we could uh, look into developing this, uh, this, this project and this product um, in, in, in Wallonia uh, because these guys were from Flanders. And so I was thinking there's more, there's more um, topography and more potential for hydropower uh, in Wallonia. So we started looking into that uh, and we figured out that it was it was going to be a, a very complicated, and it wouldn't have, uh, let's say, the quick uh, 
feedback of the market. And so it would be a very complicated thing to, to set up. But then we actually got to understand renewable energy and the way the energy market works. Uh, and that's when we kind of stumbled upon this this solution for solar panels. Um, so that's that's really where it all it all started was in, in Santiago. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it. And uh, when, it, when you first started out, well, startup, well, you still you still are kind of like a startup, you know, it's a small team. Yeah. Um, but at, from the very beginning, what were the main challenges um, that that you were facing within the business? And, and how did you face those challenges? How do you overcome those challenges? Um, I'd say the main challenges were was to, to get the first projects going. Um, uh, the challenge here is to get reputation. Um, yeah. So, so it took time. I think that was actually the solution was to be kind of patient. Um, well, that's a good one. Uh, and so we, 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 the way we, so the way we did it was we didn't want to make, take too much risk and like start the company and go full on, um, on with the solution. So we, we had a, an approach that was very low cost really. So what we did was we set up a, a WordPress website, uh, skyson.be. Uh, we got the, the 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 main name. We did some business cards. We did some emails, and then we just started pitching to to clients. But there was no company. It was it was SkySun, but it was not. Um, there was no legal structure. There no, was it was no, not. It okay, was not so... incorporated. There was no legal structure, so it was kind of wind, uh, if you may. Uh, but then we got attraction, and and after six seven months of of talking to to clients and developing the solution and. And, and then we finally got someone who was saying, okay, let's do it. Uh, I've got 3,000 square meters in Brussels and I'll work with you guys. Let's, let's do this. Okay, uh, just, I'm, I'm just so, sorry to interrupt you. I'm just curious, no more or less, uh, how many people you, you were like pitching then to people like six, seven months? How many people you were pitching more or less until you got your first yes? Um, probably around, well, actually, t- to be honest, we, we got the first yes actually quite quickly. Uh, through through networking also, through friends of friends and stuff like that. Um, but then it took a lot of time to get the, the other ones because we, 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 although we had a first project s- signed, um, we needed to figure out how to actually work with solar panels and, and, and make it happen. Uh, so we were quite lucky in, in being given the opportunity to, to work with this first project. Maybe it was the 10th client or something like that. So it wasn't, it wasn't like we... Hundred people, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't such such a hassle, um, but the hassle was then to kind of drop into the energy game. At uh, by the, by then we were twenty two and twenty three, and we knew absolutely nothing. So it was kind of fun to go to 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 meetings, and we were like, "Let me get back to you on that." <laughs> just like write, writing down um, just some really basic stuff that we didn't know. Uh, but so yeah, it's it, it's. It's it's really when it's really when we got the first projects running and we could take photos of them and show them on the website, saying, "Okay, we, this is this is ours. That's what we can do." That really turned the switch uh, in the minds of, of many many other potential clients that were not saying no, but they weren't saying yes yet. They were just kind of waiting to see if we would um, just kind of follow through and really have something to show for. So uh, I'd say the what was really important for us on on the first project we had. As soon as we had something to show, we really went full on on marketing. So we had someone come over to shoot a really cool video with drone footage and so, so forth. 
Um, we interview the client. We try to produce as much content as possible to really put it out there that we had done something worth uh, noticing. Mm. Interesting, interesting. Thank you, thank you for sharing that. I think also uh, for for everyone listening here, here you're getting a really good piece of, of advice. Somebody that did it, you know, and because I think also like the the starting the company and especially when when you're young and you're getting started, you're not branded, you don't have experience, you don't have a background, you know. So all these things. Well, the market sees them, but also how you deal with, with your own little voice, you know, because even though, you know, you're just going with that, you have those inbuilt fears. Do you, did, you, did you face any of those, let's say, fears or, or internal struggles uh, uh, along the way? Yeah, we, we did, but, but more so two years in than in the beginning. In the beginning, we had a, a, an approach that was very kind of, one one step one foot in one foot out so I, I we didn't go all in we were more like okay we're still young we can we can start a, a master's degree and and then start the business on the side and kind of do that part-time mm. um and so that's what we did for the first year at least uh so it wasn't so much uh, a pressure of um if if this fails uh what what do i do because we were kind of like still on on the path of study, so it, it still kind of made sense to, to be uh, to be on both. Um, but we did have a, a really uh, kind of depression uh, two years in when uh, we had our first kind of uh, let's say just business issues with with big companies uh, that had signed uh, in, uh, agreements that we had worked a, a ton on the projects, and then they just kind of flipped us um, because some dude somewhere in the, in the headquarters uh, in France had said that uh, in the end, no, uh, they don't, they don't want us. Um, so that was really, that was, kind of, well, just sad moments where you're just, ah, there's nothing you can do because you're a small company, you're not going to sue them. Uh, you're in your rights, but you don't have the money to actually uh, make those rights heard. So, um, mm. so that, those are moments where we kind of hesitated. We're like, okay, is this, is this gonna, cause we had a few, we had like, Two, two projects that uh, uh, fell out of the sky, so they, they weren't happening, uh, and we were kind of really um, on them for a few months. So that was, uh, that was a bit of a tough moment. And, and how did you deal internally with the team in those moments? Well, it, it, was, it was the two of us at the time. Um, we really just uh, hired, uh, hired team uh, in, in June of, the, of 2020. Um, but so at the time, we were kind of just uh, it was it was just before Christmas, so we figured let's just take a month off, kind of, because uh, anyway, nobody's you know nobody answers the phone around Christmas. It's everyone's either finishing off their their accountability or whatever. It's kind of a kind of closure of the year, so nothing's happening. Yes, and uh, and so we just kind of dropped everything, uh, took some time off, and then when we came back, uh, we we. There was a few new good news, and it's kind of really it's 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 always kind of up and down. But it's but if you wait, if you kind of hang on there, there there's things that happen also. I think interesting, interesting. Thank you, thank you for sharing that because I'm I'm very interested as well, uh, not only in the skills but also the mindset. So because it it in, in business, well, in life in general, but in business in particular, this is the topic today. You you're facing with stuff that 
that are surprises, you know, like yeah. you, in this case, you're working your ass off or getting a deal for, and then suddenly something happened. And, and as you said, you know, you, there's sometimes things that you can just don't do anything about it. Something I might add on, on this topic is mm -hmm. that I, I, I really feel, um, and that's something I've, I felt really grateful for, and it's, it wasn't uh, a decision uh, to, to do that, but we kind of figured out that it was actually the case, um, is that starting a company when you do a service uh, and to companies, so a B2B service, is probably the easiest start uh, company to start because you really don't need anything else than a PowerPoint and a suit. Uh, and so it's it's actually um, it's it doesn't take too much time to kind of get the business started, uh, so that you can get a lot of feedback straight away. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you're doing uh, a B two C, so a, a consumer oriented service, uh, then you really need to step up your marketing game. You really need to be like out there, and it takes already a little bit more work. And then if you go into the product side of businesses and you and you're developing a product then you're really talking about developing in R&D and putting in money and costs and time and, and not, not knowing yet if the, if the product's actually going to be good for what you intended it to. Um, so on the, on the scale, I would say like a, a, a consumer-oriented product would be the hardest company to start, I feel, and then uh, a service-oriented, a business-oriented service that would be mm -hmm. the easiest and the most kind of like um, where you can really easily pivot because you just need to change your PowerPoint and just kind of change exactly. your angle. Yeah, um, you, you can get the market validation way faster as well. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm excited about maybe one day doing something, um, uh, a product, uh, that, that would be cool. But I feel, I feel it's kind of a luxury to, to start with uh, or to do that because you have to be able to say, okay, it's going to take eight months before we have a, the first prototype, but fine. Well, and if, and if, it's a, it's a, if it screws up, then okay, not too much in the balance. So, so interesting. So interesting. And uh, I, I, I agree with you as well. By the way, guys, for you that um, are live joining us today, um, you can start also like posting there in the Q&A section your questions. I can see it here, Axel PV2 already, um, already took you know, the lead on that and he's asking already some questions. So for everyone else, you can just should, should I answer yeah. this first question? No, 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 not, not yet. Sina will, okay. will, will come up then and we'll moderate this. We'll, we'll ask them live so everyone also have the opportunity to hear that. Cool. But um, if you're having some questions um, uh, along the conversation, you can start doing that uh, as well. So um, the next question right now is like, I mean, the, the, this industry in general is an industry of big players, you know, uh, like energy industry, uh, yeah. especially, I, I mean, the, the traditional one, definitely big players and, and the ones who are moving today to renewable energies, we're talking about as well about big players, you know, like big projects, big things, big money. Um, what, how, how did you, you know, do it in order to, to make a space in the market, you know, and, and from there start growing? Um, how did you find this space um, for, for Skyson? Um. Well, again, you know, I, I don't think we've been so innov innovative uh, in, in what we do in, in terms of the, the, the power purchase agreement uh, business model is one that is exploited, as you said, by the big guys. Uh, so the, the big energy providers, they do that um, or, or they've got, yeah, they've got some, some small companies that do that for them uh, on, the, on the big scale. So they'll be, they'll be aiming for Coca-Cola and Nike uh, and they'll be putting tens of thousands of solar panels at the same at one time or they'll be building 
um, wind wind uh, uh, wind station and so forth. And they do those big big projects, and that's where the, the PPA comes from. And it's and it's not a new thing. It might be even more than ten years that it exists. Um, but what we did was we brought this to to smaller companies, uh, and and that's where the the big guys they can't compete on the same level of service and uh yeah and just reactivity and 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 they're really good for big corporate stuff but for the smes i feel that we really have an edge uh because we can we can make the difference by human contact um having a, a really uh, fast follow-up uh, also differentiating in in terms of image um if you have a have a look at our website we've got uh, and just the, the color palette is really different than what you would expect from, uh, yeah, from renewable energy. You, you mm-hmm. could think of a green, of a green background and stuff like that. Uh, we thought we wouldn't, we wouldn't go with that and just try and do something a bit more uh, out of the box. Uh, so that are kind of the small things we 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 do. Also, um, on the website now we've got a a simulator tool, uh, which is kind of fun because it it um, it'll uh, spot uh, where your IP address is, and so if you're connecting from uh, Barcelona, it will uh, it will spot you in Barcelona. And when you ask, uh, and you, when you put in your the, the size of your roof or the size of the land and so forth, it will give you the potential um, uh, CO2 uh, avoided and the potential economical ga- gains for uh, for your company. And so that's also kind of a small innovation tricks. Uh, it's not. It's not like it's super high tech, uh, but it's just the small things that make it kind of uh, gamified and fun for for someone to look into into the potential of their roof. So 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 interesting. Um, by the way, I I do believe that these small steps, small innovation, is actually everything about you know like today, especially I would say even with the social media uh, that everyone is looking for the big breakthrough, for the big innovation, for the big moonshot. But mm-hmm. sometimes these little things, incremental, you know, and and just shifting the angles, doing you know, this playing with these things and make it more fun sometimes uh, are the things that w- really make the difference in the real world, in the real life, in, in the day to day. Now my question is uh, regarding that: Do you? How do you come up with this? You know, uh, um, do you have specific meetings, or do you, I don't know. I'm, I'm just curious on how how these ideas come up, you know, and 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 you implement these as well. Well, I think I think there's a big big difference between wanting to do a, a startup and wanting to start a business, or just like kind of like a, have a business. Um, and I feel it's two approaches that are really different um, in terms of if you. If you're really like into the Silicon Valley startup mode, then you'll be putting up a pitch deck of something super innovative, and you'll go rushing for a seed capital of already a couple of hundred thousands uh, very quickly in the millions, um, and it's big game. You're like full on, and you've got to do this. Um, if you just want to start a business, then you can take something that's kind of already existing in some way, um, put it to yours. Like you, if you want to start a bakery, then you just just big bread, um, but do it in your way, uh, which is quite different. Um, and so that was our approach: was to, to to kind of just start a company, and then when it's starting to have, uh, uh, yeah, when it's when it's uh, delivering on on expectations, then we started looking into more innovative innovative stuff. And right now, I'd say that after having had a business for three years, 
we're now willing to actually have a startup um, and we've got a, a few ideas of what we want to do uh, and we're going to raise money to do that. Um, but it's kind of after having the first experience of just settling in, um, I think it's also the approach of, of by the, because of the age we, uh, we were, uh, I wasn't particularly interested in having something that would, um, it's already, a, of course, a huge part of my life. But if, if I had investors behind my back and, and expectations and targets, really, like really ambitious stuff to, uh, to, to do, um, it would have it, it would have been a fun twenties, uh, you know. I it's, it's still I still have to enjoy enjoy the ride. Absolutely, make make makes total sense. And I, I think you just touched something very important. Uh, that is also know yourself and know what you want for your life as well. Um, mm -hmm. Because as you said, I want to enjoy my twenties and I want to have fun. Well, then going and doing some sort of Silicon Valley thing, if not something that really inspires you to do and this is not how you want to spend your 20s then don't do it you know because yeah. then you will be uninspired unhappy all stressed out uh so i, I think that self-awareness it's so important when deciding as well which kind of steps you want to go with your business um so so anyway i, I think that's uh that's a big takeaway on on, on that one and the other one uh, that you mentioned before about your target market so So you're not going for the big players. You're going for for um, real estates, uh, real realtors, or businesses that have the the the, uh, the real estate. Mm -hmm. However, they are not as big, so the big companies are targeting those ones. Yeah. So so they uh, those those uh, type of players they will. Right now, I think they do. Uh, they don't target them, but they'll they'll service them if they have the opportunity. Mm. So, so if we're pro proactive and we go and we go towards those uh, those small businesses, um, they probably they probably work with us straight away and they'll be very happy with it. Exactly. Uh, but if if a small company goes towards uh, those those large energy providers, I think they will service it. Um, but indeed, they it's 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 hard for them to because they're such a big company uh, they have uh, cost structures that are much more important uh, and so if they need to take a decision on whether to invest or not they need to have this board of investment that gathers mm -hmm. and the board of investment is maybe five people that have a pretty high salary and that have a limited time opportunities and so they don't want to gather that the board for uh, for 100 solar panels they want to gather the board for those big, big stuff. Um, and so that's where kind of we can really be quick uh, and, and act fast is that what we take the we take the decision to invest face-to-face mm. um, -face where we're in the same office and it goes really, really, really quick. So you can provide uh, a better service as well. Absolutely, yeah. Quicker, okay. quicker and, mm. and, and, and more tailored to the needs of, of the... Yeah, so for, for everyone listening here, if, if I'm, I'm reading between the lines and this is over service, under service markets, you know? So there's a market today that it's being under service. So nobody's approaching to them. And if they want it, they, they have to go proactive, proactively and, and knock the door, you know, the big yeah. players. And that will take time, will take bureaucracy and stuff like that. So that, that specific market, it's being today under service. So the, the, the loop, the open loop that these guys saw in the market was like, okay, these guys are being under service. Let's go there and 
over deliver, you know, and give them an even better service. So that's, yeah. you know, um, in between the lines, what you're saying. And I think that's such a smart approach. So uh, you, your business, look around with the market, who in the market is being today uh, under service. So you can go there, look for those people and over deliver. And, and that's how you win your clients. Really yeah, absolutely. Really and then, and then once you've got, once you've got a few, a, a step in the market and you have a few clients, uh, you start seeing things and you start understanding things that you couldn't have uh, seen if you were just looking for that innovating thing, innovative thing to do in, in the first place. You maybe don't see it from the outside, but once you're in, um, if you've got a, an entrepreneurship mindset and you're always looking for, for new solutions, then you, you see that. Uh, and that's when you get this opportunity to also maybe go, uh, go towards uh, more ambitious targets and, and, and do, do things more, more different. Well, differently. Exactly. Good. Now um, I want to bring you back um, kind of like circle back to the very beginning and talk again about the business model, because something that uh, also to me is very interesting. Um, I mean, it's a really good business model. It's a really win-win situation. Um, however, the catch, for you, the company is a super demanding in cash flow because it means that you have to take all that money today mm -hmm. and pay for the investment, pay you know for the installation, and then you will get your money back in a period of 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. Yeah. But you have to put that money today up front. Yeah. I know that you're not going with your own capital. I know that you 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 finance this, you know, with, with institutions or with investors. Can you can you tell us a little bit, you know, how how are you are you financing, you know, this party? Yeah. So this is this is a part of the business that I uh, I'm not I I I, un, I understood on the way, but it was more Arthur's part. Uh, he's the financial guy. Uh, and so the, the way we work is we, um, so the banks are happy to, to lend you money if you put in uh, a percentage of equity. So exactly. let's say you're going to spend 100, they'll say, okay, we'll give you 90 if you put in 10. Um, but we, of course, did not have 10. So how do we do that? We go to a private investor um, and we tell them, well, listen, uh, if you give us 10, we'll give you a, 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 a uh, a rate of, uh, of return of uh, X percent, uh, which is maybe twice as high as that what you, what you would get from the bank. And look at the financial plan. This is the energy that will be produced every year. And the sun shines 5% up and down every year. So it's pretty stable. And so the income is really, it's not that it's, it's no hockey stick of a, of a, of a like investment company where you're, where you're planning on, on having really high results in five years. No, it's just super, super steady for 10 years. Mm. And so that gives the, the confidence for the private investor to put in the 10 and you use those 10s as, uh, as the, um, yeah, as the, yeah, as a, as the starting capital for the banking. Absolutely. To, yeah. to, bank absolutely. To, to give you absolutely. To, uh, the big there's time. also, there's also a few, a few, uh, tips and tricks uh, that you can that you can use in in terms of uh, as a development company, you're also um, you you could say okay, well I don't want to I don't want to handle the the development of the projects anymore. I just want to finance, and the bank will still be well okay. If you want to build a house, um, we're happy to to finance it, uh, and you, you can as a development company say well I need to pay my engineers. Uh, and then I've got these outside guys I need to pay and they, and so forth and so forth. Oh, and the costs 
of uh, of those engineers and, and all those outside uh, providers is going to be around 10%. So you just put that in the capex, and the bank will actually loan you uh, mm. 100. And then so it kind of comes in, comes out in the same you know in the same way. Right. And a way you can really rotate uh, and make it uh, and make it well, happen easier. That's just it's called a development fee. Uh, and that's actually quite a good way of, of, of working too. Okay. And, uh, and do you have today like a pool of different investors when you have a new project? So you already know who to reach and they will, they will give you that money or you're we, actively looking for. So it's, it's actively looking, uh, cause of course you want to kind of spread and not be also all, all the time going to the same mm. person, which of course they will not be interested either because they have to kind of spread their risk. Um, so it's been again. It's that's more the financial side. It's more Arthur that takes care of it. Uh, but he he's constantly on the lookout for uh, for potential investors. Uh, what we really like to do too is um, crowdfunding uh, and give the opportunity to to individuals to invest uh, in the project. But it's always uh, project finance. So we uh, it's always we've got a project. We show it. People put in the money, and then we invest in that project. Um, got it. So it's less risky for them uh, because they're not investing in, into SkySun, they're investing into a project with, with a fixed return. And it's actually more interesting for us because it's a fixed return and we're, we're happy not to kind of dilute our equity in the company. Exactly. So, so, so interesting what you're saying as well, because I think so many uh, entrepreneurs that are looking for investors or looking for raising money or looking for crowdfunding, stuff like that. They normally they put the business or they put the whole thing there. And, and you need to raise more money as well. In your case, you're going just like fraction by fraction. So for this product, yeah. we need this and this is the return. Um, I, I think also that that's a very clever way. way. And if you and your business are looking for investors or for crowdfunding, maybe trying to, to um, you know, like chunk in different projects or steps, uh, uh, the money that you're raising will definitely be helpful so uh, yeah. i think it's way easier to raise the money for for one specific project than raising i don't know like a million dollars to finance the project for the next year yeah yeah absolutely or what, what we're now kind of doing because we've got more and more projects coming in is that we're securing uh uh let's say an interest into investing and so this this uh, financing partner might say, okay, well, I'm willing to invest a hundred over the five, uh, over the uh, next five years. Mm. And I want to invest in so-and-so projects. And so, okay, okay, fine. Well, as soon as we have projects coming in, we'll come to you oh, and, yeah. and, and, and you know that it's coming. And it, so it, he doesn't have, or she doesn't have to invest now, but she can just, um, trickle it through as soon as the projects are coming in. As soon as you have something that fits that, yeah. uh, the best of profile. Got it. Exactly. Cool. So, um, well, um, that's on the side of the business one. I think we, we went very deep on that. Uh, now I would like to shift gears and go to the impact side because I know as well that you are a B Corp certified. So yeah. um, can, can you share a little bit about your journey and perhaps what's the impact business model that, uh, that you use? Well, for, for B Corp, uh, well, the, the impact business model is, is kind of, it speaks for itself in terms of, well, solar power and, exactly, and yeah. renewable energy. That's kind of the, the carbon uh, impact we have. Uh, and that's where we, we have a kind of an environmental impact. Um, B Corp for us was really a question of, uh, I say, growing straight. And so becoming B Corp as, at a young age 
uh, allows us now to, as we grow the team and as we have problematics and questions that come up, we can look to B Corp and we, and we can see uh, what are the best practices, what they would advise to do. And that's what allows us, I believe, to kind of grow straight um, mm. and easily uh, implement these, uh, these, uh, these things, those best practices as we go. Um, and it's, I think, much easier to grow that way than to retrofit a, 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 a company. Uh, I think it's much tougher for companies that already have uh, 20 to 50 employees to become a B Corp than for us, uh, who are four of us, um, to, to, to do that. Yeah, because you're, you're growing with that uh, framework from the very beginning. Absolutely, yeah. And so that's wow. really, that's really uh, for, for me, the, the, the benefit. And of course, there's the community, there's the, the events and so forth. And, and that's great. Uh, I think it's all, it can also be a source of business in terms of, I think there's a, a willingness from, from B Corps to work with B Corps. Yes. Um, and so we're definitely planning on sharing our, our solution to the, B, to the different B Corps in the community and, um, and, and that way also grow the solution. And, and I think that's kind of a, the, the benefits of a, of a community and a network. It can grow together. Yeah, absolutely. Well, w one of the things of B Corps is the, the B economy. So um, it's kind of like this inside economy, bubble economy within all the B Corps and, and people doing business together and, yeah. and everyone uses business as force for good as well. So uh, when, when you're talking with another business people from, from a B Corp company, well, you know that they're doing the things right, they are certified. So you, you don't need to go and, and do your research and stuff like yeah. that. They, you know that they are in the same page. So yeah, that's, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, and, um, and, and after being certified, how, how long have you been certified? Just uh... We were certified in October uh, okay. and we started the process in April. Okay, got it. So, so it, uh, six months more or less. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it, take, it it doesn't take um, it, it it doesn't take so long to fill in the assessment. It's like maybe uh, a couple of, of heavy days work. Um, they can spread over a few weeks, and then you just drop in the assessment. Um, and then, well, obviously, I think also with the COVID uh, situation, a lot of companies were slowed down, and so we're taking the opportunity. Uh, to become B Corps uh, because that was something that was doable uh, easily uh, or at least not remotely mm. and so they had a lot of work so maybe that's why it took uh, maybe it took them a couple of maybe four months to come back to us mm. uh, yeah. So, yeah so well um, I think we are almost 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 I have my last question before uh, we bring Sina in um, a bit about the future. Uh, well, you're today in a phase where you're scaling, where you're already looking for growth. You already mentioned that you've been three years in business. You, you've been steadily growing and, and having the business. Now you're looking more uh, to, to scale and to grow, to expand um, without maybe going into so many details because I think there's some information that uh, yeah. today, uh, it's private, but uh, can you share us a bit, you know, where, where um, um, Skyson is uh, going? So what we really want to want to do is is get out of Brussels. We've been really focusing on this niche of uh, of Brussels and the Brussels region, um, which was really good for as kind of a a starting play, a starting ground. But we we want to grow out of it, um, and so now we're really looking towards servicing Belgian clients. We we think we're we're going to focus on the first first phase on Belgian clients, uh, but serve them across the EU. We've got a big chance is that we're based in Brussels and European Commission is based in, in Brussels. And so there's also Solar Power Europe, 
which is the, the association of solar power um, in Europe that is based here in Brussels. And so it's kind of cool because that means through the association, we have uh, contacts with contractors in every single U European country. Um, mm. And so what we aim to do is say to Belgian companies uh, or SMEs that have uh, industrial um, roofs or buildings in different countries, listen, we can, we can service all those roofs here from Brussels and you have one contact point, it'll be easy. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, an, it's an easy way for you to kind of get things going and we'll do it all. We'll do all your, all your portfolio uh, straight away. Mm. So that's kind of the, the business proposition. And uh, I think it's going to have a, quite a lot of traction. It also means that I don't know if uh, the people who are listening from, from where you are, but uh, it means we're actually going to those European countries. And after this first phase of servicing Belgian clients in those European countries, we'll have a first glance of what the different regulations might be. It's, it's more or less streamlined because it's, it's Europe and that's great. Uh, but there are maybe a few tips and tricks and yes. learning to work with different contractors. And so after this first phase of gaining experience in those countries through our Belgian clients, then we'll be able to kind of sp spread uh, in those countries uh, uh, with this first uh, experience. So if you're, if you're in Italy or Holland or Germany, France, uh, wherever, um, we're coming. <laughs> you, <laughs> That's you guys, awesome. Is it, you is it any way that, uh, that they can stay in the loop? Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I think the best way uh, would be to, to go and, f and follow our LinkedIn page. Uh, mm -hmm. We do have Facebook and Instagram, but it's more kind of uh, fun stuff for day to day. Uh, the big, the big, like uh, more business announcements. Uh, announcements. We make them everywhere, but LinkedIn is the most professional and the most complete. Uh, so I'd say that's where really where you would want to uh, follow. Well, we, we, we will put that in the show notes uh, after after what this and also when cool. we put this as a um, podcast episode. So um, if you're listening right now the podcast uh, and just the audio, you know, you can go to fortagemakers.com slash podcast and you will find there the show notes uh, to linking, you know, to the website of SkySun and also to, to the LinkedIn. So you can stay in the loop. Um, so thank you for that. So Sina, maybe you can uh, come in right now and as normally be the voice of the people. Uh, yeah. you, you will be in the background. Uh, so welcome back. Yeah, well, uh, first of all, thank you so much, uh, Leopold, for um, all those insights. It's, you have a really, really interesting uh, business model. So um, yeah, I, I got some inspiration from that. So thank you very much. And I would say, let's uh, go over to the questions and also to all of you guys who didn't uh, um, ask any questions yet, you can still do it. So we still have some time, um, but I would go with the um, first one from Axel and he wants to know, uh, where do the solar panels come from? Yes. So that's a, uh, actually a quite recurring question. Um, and and uh, the answer uh, is from China or South Korea. And it's actually quite uh, interesting. A couple of things. First, people are always kind of like, oh, it's from China. Well, um, of course, uh, there's a cost of production that is quite low in China, uh, as is most of your electronic appliances. Uh, solar power and solar panels are also electronic appliances. Uh, and so it kind of makes sense uh, that they're, uh, they're cheaper and good quality uh, from China. Uh, that being said, there are a few companies that uh, claim to have uh, German solar panels or French solar panels. 
But the reality of it is that uh, it's kind of like your MacBook Pro that will be like designed in Cupertino. <laughs> it's it's, it's like, produced in China anyway. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's it's assembled in maybe in in in, in Germany, but most of the all the parts are um, are from uh, are from China. Um, Happens very often with a lot of products. Yeah. Of course, but what's interesting and what's important to take into account then is uh, the return on energy investment and the, re the return on carbon investment. Um, and I'll take this opportunity to kind of dig into a bit more technical. Um, so let's say you need one unit of energy to produce a solar panel. Um, if you produce it in China and then you get it to Belgium and then it produces, let's say, uh, one one unit of energy every year then in one year you've got your return on on energy investment you invested one and you get one in one year that's good but unfortunately in china the carbon uh, intensity of energy is higher than it is in belgium uh, because their energy mix is not as clean as mm. it is in belgium and so this then leads to a different uh, uh, kind of food pro thought process uh, where you say, well, listen, if, if their energy uh, carbon footprint is of two, uh, and as a fact, it's, it's of six, um, and ours is of two, then it'll take three years to kind of get back onto the carbon uh, carbon footprint. Uh, so that's that's something we take into account, and it's also uh, what we need to, to be, be thoughtful of. Uh, but I think in the balance, what's happened with uh china and the production of solar panels in china is of a benefit to everyone because they've been really able to lower the cost uh to 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 a place where it can really scale um and so that's what we're really seeing now is that solar panel is cheaper than uh than every uh, other source of uh of energy so that's a big win for the world um yeah so that's my answer to that yeah it's kind of it's it's so interesting because that's the cost of putting this thing eventually in every home uh that which by the way that would be awesome long term yeah. um so it, it really makes sense thank you thank you for that thought process definitely definitely some some food for thought mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah. so um anyway i think i think we're done then for today i uh, we're finishing today a little bit early because also uh also told us <laughs> at the beginning <laughs> I've got a license to get to fast. You have to, yeah. So anyway, wish you uh, a lot of luck with that. So hopefully you you passed uh, that test. Thank you very much as well for, for taking the time and doing this crazy day for you uh, to talk with us and, and share your piece and share your business model, your experience. I think super, 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 super valuable. Uh, and uh, uh, we'll be sharing these as well then as a, as a podcast. So thank you as well for everyone who tuned in today. Hope that you enjoyed this conversation and uh, you have some fun. And um, yeah, that's uh, that's it for today. So anyway, thank yeah. you. Thank cool. You. Thank uh, you. Well, thank you, Fernando. Thank Good you, Sina. Um, and be happy to to meet you in person one day. I yeah, <laughs> we've been, we've been be online, but yeah, that's uh, that's absolutely well. When this craziness oh, uh, stops and, and we're able to move again, we we and yeah, we were in Brussels last year as well, so probably we'll be there soon. So we will let you know. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. Cool. Have a great day. Awesome. Okay. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you. Cheers. Ciao, ciao. Hello, Changemaker. Welcome to the For Changemakers show. 
and today we have a new episode for you and we had another guest in the Changemakers Lunch Club this week. It was Leopold and he's the co-founder of Skysun and Skysun is a really really interesting business because they have a very unique business model. And yeah, so Fernando and I, we, we named it the no-brainer business model because they truly managed to create a business model that is a win-win-win. And when I say win-win-win, I mean it's a win for their customers, it's a win for themselves, and it's also a win for our environment. And in this podcast episode, um, we're going to dig deep with him on their business model. You, you will find out what it actually means uh, in practice to have a no-brainer business model. And yeah, Leopold is also sharing so many other really valuable information. It's a very interesting uh, business model and case. So um, Skyson is also, by the way, a B Corp. So he's going to uh, touch point this topic as well. And yeah, I wish you a lot of fun with this episode. And if you want to join us live the next time so um, we're gonna run the the for changemakers lunch club now weekly uh, because we got so much positive feedback and yeah it's every wednesday now 12 30 uh, central european time you can sign up on our website for changemakers.com slash lunch club and then you can join us live and ask our guests all the questions you have and connect with all the change makers who are there as well it will be amazing to see you and i wish you a lot of fun and a great day